need some motivation on your Chinese business endeavor, may be curious about what the Chinese business environment is all about, or want to laugh out loud listening to war stories on the ground in China, then this is your show, China Business Cast. So, hello everybody and welcome to another China Business Cast. We're now in episode number 71, um, and this one is from a two-episode series that me and Mike had together in person in Shenzhen, uh, kind of a different format than the usual of, of having guests, and we'd love to hear what you guys think. So as always, Mike is here. How are you doing? What's up? I love the birds. You love, love the it. birds? It sounds, sounds so peaceful there. Like, it sounds amazing. <laughs> it Everybody, that's his, that's his birds, not my birds. I don't <laughs> I don't really notice many birds around me. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, there are some birds here and cats and dogs. And, and I can't call it a zoo, but uh, yeah, there are some <laughs> around here. <laughs> yeah, what about you? What's going on? Yeah, uh, it's, it's you know holiday here in mainland China, mid-autumn festival. It's actually national day and mid-autumn it's like two holidays in one so that the whole week has been shut down china's like shut down mm -hmm. so it's like the and, independence uh, day of china so, i mean yeah for people don't independence know. day yeah and also i call it mooncake day you know right but uh so yeah we had those yeah those mooncakes with a dried egg in the middle that mm -hmm. some people enjoy luckily my son likes them so uh <laughs> he eats mine. I, I, I'm sorry, everybody. I'm not a fan of mooncake. I'd love to know if others love mooncake or not. I actually heard of other people who really hate it. Uh, <laughs> I like them. Um, you know that a lot of the... So in Israel, it's also uh, the high holiday season. It's about uh, uh, three and a half weeks of holidays, like coming one after another. Um, and a lot of the Chinese, uh, the Chinese holidays and the Jewish holidays are actually coming at the same time because the the Chinese uh, calendar is a lunar calendar and also the Jewish one. So some of the holidays are in the middle of the month where it's a full moon. So that's the 15th of the month, according to the Hebrew calendar. So tonight okay. we're starting celebrating another holiday. That's the last one. No, actually the one. It's not the last one. It's almost the last one. Um, lasting seven days and it starts tonight. It's called Sukkot. Um, okay. And I was just thinking about this this about this today is that saying um, saying that you're celebrating a holiday in China, it means that the Chinese community is celebrating it around the world, but it it, it it's the holiday is centered around China. And when I'm saying a holiday in Israel, what I actually mean is a holiday in the Jewish world because all Jews around the world are actually celebrating this. But I'm in Israel, so I'm celebrating this in Israel. So it, it's not so much of a holiday, like it's not so much of a holiday of Israel, just like now you said it's a holiday of China or uh, happening in China. It's a whole, uh, it's a holiday for for the Jewish people around the world. That's that's basically it. And um, yeah, part of that, I'm preparing for my trip to Portugal. That's going to happen on the 15th and I'm going to stay there with the family for uh, until about mid-December. So that's almost two months. Last time or the one before, the episode before, I, I said that I'm going to be on that trip to Portugal and already had some listeners contacting me saying that it will be in the web summit. 
Uh, I wasn't sure back then if going to be a web summit in Lisbon. That's on November 6th to 9th. Um, but now I know I'm going to be there. I just got my ticket. So if you want to meet up either uh, before or after or at that event, um, I'm going to be there in Portugal. So glad to meet any Portuguese listeners. Great. Definitely. Yes. It's, yeah, I wish I could meet you there. Portugal's beautiful. <laughs> oh, and also gonna, I'm also very glad to to, to uh, meet Mike, uh, he, if he can make it. I would love to, but, <laughs> but uh, well, that's actually the topic of today's show is uh, is family, family. I'm, it's hard for me to move, but also speaking about events, I ha I'm do you know, we have, I, I feel like in a lot of different interests, we talk about the events I'm doing, I'm doing more and more events, but for Global From Asia, we have our cross-border matchmaker. It's a one-day event for Amazon FBA sellers on Friday, October 27th, a uh, full day event in Huachanbei, Shenzhen, China. So I'd love to meet some people there and it's globalfromasia.com slash matchmaker. Cool. Yeah, man. Wish you could make it for that show, but we, you, you I, I, I can't come every time you're doing an event. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm trying. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> you better try harder. <laughs> joke, joke, fine, joke. fine, fine. So I'm excited for this week's show. Like you said, it's just two of two where we are, you and I are talking and chatting. And this time we're talking about family and business in China, right, Shlomo? We're talking about running a business in China and having kids. That's the that's the title, though I'm not in China anymore, but it definitely got some of that when, when I was there with other families. And now it was interesting speaking about our lives compared to the ones in Israel and compared to the ones in China when having kids and running businesses. Before we jump into the episode, just one more thing. If you want to join our WeChat group, then uh, we have um, a Chinese Business Cast WeChat group and you can join in by either adding me or Mike to personally, I mean the ID, um, and then we will add you to the group. So mm, okay. Mike, what's your, your WeChat ID? My last name is Michelini, M-I-C-H-E-L-I-N-I. Okay, and mine is Shlomo F, that's S-H-L-O-M-O-F, and that's S-H-L-O-M-O-F. Please uh, add us and we'll add you to the group. Yeah, definitely. We love connecting with you guys, so thanks for listening, everybody. Let's go into the show. Tune in. All right, guys. So we're taking a break from China Business Cast. Today we have China Family Cast. <laughs> <laughs> That's a new theme. We're changing. Sorry, guys. If you uh, expected something else, you can listen maybe to the next episode, but uh, we're happy with this one. Well, we're both sitting here together. We're as a continuation of our uh, Shlomo visiting Mike series, <laughs> I guess you could say. We are uh, both new fathers, so it's always exciting for us to share notes and uh, and strategies. So we thought, hey, why not? put it on the internet too and uh, see if you guys agree, agree with us. So, so Shlomo, what, what we got for us, us today? So, so the thing is this, um, when we started the show, Mike had one child and then both of our daughters were born about three weeks apart. My mom is three weeks older than Maggie. Yeah. And we want to try to bring the perspective of, of uh, having kids in China versus, versus in the West, but it's more of like, how it is and 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 maybe for foreigners considering of, of coming here um, what are uh, some of the challenges what are how or your daily life would lo would look like sure uh, things like that I'm going to it's going to be an open conversation but I'm going to ask some uh, Mike some question because he's the one living in China now but uh, yeah we we hope to get some perspective here today sure I'm excited 
<laughs> yeah, right before we recorded, uh, Mike said that, um, yeah, we're not doing a business one. And I'm, I, I really like this uh, topic. He was topic and he was really looking forward to this. Mm -hmm. So, Mike, I'm uh, grilling you. Let's get grilled. Okay. Um, so, yeah, let's talk first about having kids in China. Like, what are the benefits that you don't get in the West and in China? Like, uh, you know, that's really... Like good stuff. Sure. They have them. I some might not agree with me, but <laughs> I I will say uh for me it's having an, an well in-laws or AI or both. So well AI just so people know means aunt really technically in Chinese, but it really means like a a maid or 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 someone that helps a cleaner in your house. So so for me I have uh, Wendy's father. A lot of people are always confused because her her mom's not here, her mom's in hometown which is up in Shenyang and North, but he's been down here with us since before Miles was born. So I've been living with my in-law, father-in-law over three years now, uh, different apartments in Shenzhen, but been living with him. And some people think that's annoying, but maybe they have different, of course, everybody's in-laws or people are different, but he's really amazing. And of course he loves his grandchildren and, uh, and uh, treats them extremely, maybe too well. That's a whole, maybe we can touch on that. Maybe too well, just sneaking too many ice creams or something. But uh, I, I think that's a benefit. Uh, of course, and you can have IEIs are pretty common in China uh, and more yeah. uh, more affordable than in the US, especially or overseas. IE means it's somebody that you hire, a helper at the house, but it's it's more than that. It's it's somebody who's taking care of your kids and doing the cooking. Yeah, and we're having cleaning. dinner later uh, so yeah, also enjoy some of that. I think a really nice, uh, really nice lunch. Thank you, Mike. Yeah, a simple <laughs> one. I, well, thank her, not me. <laughs> I thank her. Um, and um, yeah, so definitely, uh, when when you have this in China, so you got a lot of help, more help uh, with your kids, and it, in that term, it's easier definitely. than in Western countries. I think you were saying like, and I agree. With you. I don't. I mean, I miss my parents so much. This is like the hardest thing about being here, but. Um, I know if I was in the U.S., I would maybe go for the weekend, the Saturday, go see the go see the grandparents, you know. But I can't imagine my parents or most Western parents living with you or even near that near you. It's more kids. Sometimes um, kids living with their parents till like even a kind of um, late age, and sometimes if if prices or they want to save some then they live with their parents maybe in a different unit the same house for a few years saving for buying a house or a thing like that but here it's more of a way of living yeah it's not like a temporary thing it's normal like you see of course to take my kids out to the playground or take them for a walk you'll see grandpa grandma with the baby carriage all the time unless they're really old parents but i think it's grandparents so um but it goes the other way around i mean they also expect you to take yeah, care of them yeah i I, I don't mind to do it, but yeah, of course I feel the expectations are, uh, as they get older, I'll have to, to make sure I, I've already been paying for some medicine and some medical stuff for, for them and things. So yeah, of course it, that's the other side of it. Mm -hmm. And, and it doesn't mean that parents in the West doesn't, don't, don't expect you obviously to take care of your parents as well. Yeah, I mean, Western, of course, the, which is in different I think way. that also is different in cult, even in Western culture. I think different Western cultures or different generations is different too. But uh, the bigger difference is, uh, I think, just generally is called independence or family is more in, like in in China. 
the family name goes first and then your given name or your first name, your first name is your last name in China because family is first. So mm -hmm. that's a good analogy. Yeah. I mean, so the idea is you have to more likely be together with your family. But I mean, Wendy, you know, a lot of Chinese don't live with their family when they're younger, but I think maybe it seems like when Wendy was pregnant is when the family started coming in. Like grandpa, <laughs> father-in-law, or I call him grandpa because he's my kid's friend. I call him, we call him Grandpa Lao Ye uh, here, but, uh, you know, um, he came, uh, I came, mom, another aunt, another uh, grandma came, you know, kids, great grandma. It's like, and I, I was living in a smaller place then. So it mm -hmm. was like sofas and folding beds and everybody just crammed into our apartment. And that's the thing about China's personal space, you know, subways, people are just don't need as much personal space, but it's also about independence. So, um, here is this very much more family supported, um, both all different directions, you know, whereas in the West, you're more independent. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about a bit about uh, things that as, as a father for two kids in China, you bump into that you're actually not going to see anywhere else. Maybe give us some sure. stories. Sure. Uh, it's inspired my video blog. I have some <laughs> video blogs about mixed baby parties. So <laughs> Mike is pitching now. Yeah, I'm pitching my <laughs> blog, but uh, I document like Gary V says. So I uh, let's let's put our video from TechCrunch on the show notes sure, as well. Sure. We we made the uh, Mike took a few yeah. clips yesterday and the day before. We should we'll do some actually now too and just add it to that same video. Oh cool, might as well. Like the China Business Cast and want to get involved? We have special offers for supporters of the show, starting from just one US dollar and up. We have something for everyone. Check out all the different ways to engage at www.chinabusinesscast.com slash support. That's www.chinabusinesscast.com slash support. Thanks. Um, but, uh, you know, it, it's so, I feel it's almost like racism a little bit because like we have groups of mixed baby kids, but, uh, I guess it's true. I mean, it's a different type of life. You know, you have, of course it's mostly Western men with Chinese women, but there are some that have, uh, Western women with Chinese men. But, uh, yeah, I mean, that's definitely something that's more normal, but of course there's mixed babies in the U S I have friends that have mixed, mixed blood or mixed baby, but it's also something in China. Well, people are much more open, like, you look fat. You ever get that? <laughs> yes. Or, yeah. Like the first impression you get, even if it's a stranger is they'll talk about your looks or they'll talk very quickly about how much money you make or if you own your apartment or not. But so of course they look at the kid, they judge his skin color. Oh, he's so white. How by, how by <laughs> like miles is a little bit lighter skinned, which but, is a good thing in China, which is a good thing. Um, but he he's has a higher more, class. Huh? Yeah. He has other <laughs> Chinese features, like obviously some Chinese eyes and Chinese, other features like so they'll like openly like compare it in front of me in Chinese and my Chinese is not perfect but I can understand the majority of that kind of conversation and I don't think they would in the U.S. or you don't say oh look he looks really African or he looks really even Chinese or but in China is much more open to just start talking about somebody's looks or it's not only things. about babies it's it's about yeah, everything, everything. I mean everything. like on yeah. conversation where do you live how much you make yeah just like you said and uh and then, of course, the, the 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 part I'm expecting and know is I try to keep up with my Chinese, uh, but my kids, especially Miles, is better Chinese than me, it seems. And 
we're in a cab together. Sometimes we have daddy, daddy Sunday, uh, you know, out on a Saturday or Sunday and he'll be able to communicate sometimes a little bit more on certain things. And it's, it's, it is a little bit weird and kind of, so he does a Togwa Yogwa in the cab. <laughs> not right, that much, that's right and left, that's left and right. Yeah. Left or right, but, uh, <laughs> not directions, but you know, even understanding or, and, uh, the taxi drivers always like to kind of joke about that. And Mikey's three, by the way. Yeah, the so he's yeah. three years old. And, uh, you know, and then I, of course, uh, miss my friends and family back home. But, of course, uh, it's common to see people like me leaving the leaving China about this time because he's getting into kindergarten and things. But And then, of course, holidays. Some It's so weird because it's like half holidays. Like Christmas, I feel like is not normal here, but my wife tries to make Christmas and it's like a half a holiday. Like, because know, it's not a, it's not an official, it's not it's official an official uh, vacation day. And, uh, and then it's obvious, the weather plus the, plus the official part. So what, we'll, no snow in Shenzhen. What do you say? <laughs> yeah, no snow. What so, do you know? And, uh, even, even more, more like not really, it's more religious, but I guess it's not really so religious it used to be, but, uh, you know, even other, other kind of holidays like Halloween, Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's so weird because business is like usual. And then of course you have a lot of extra, a lot of Chinese holidays that don't really mean much to us, but Mm -hmm. being in this family, you have people on both sides that are care. And then you also don't know, do I teach my kids? What, which holidays do I have my kids celebrate? You know, you don't want them to take a holiday every, every, you know, I could dig up, like I can go dig up. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm mixed myself. So, you know, I could go dig up holidays forever, you know, if you (laughs) wanted to, you know, how many holidays can people have? But I remember that when we were, um, when we were in Beijing, um, so we were the, with the Jewish community in Beijing, we're celebrating the holidays with them. And of course we missed our families, but, Still, um, this is a very uh, uh, close community and we actually enjoyed the holidays here very much. It wasn't the same way, obviously, that we celebrated at home. I mean, it's the same tradition and, and, and the, the, let's say the upframe is the same, but it's still uh, quite different. Um, but it was the time that we connected to the community. They were our family. This is where we met our friends. And actually every weekend, that's called the Shabbat. Okay. Um, we, we, we were there. We were never um, traditionally at home. We will, be on, we will be at home on Friday night and Saturday. And here we went to the Jewish center called Chabad. Um, and um, that would be the place where family and friends are. And we really, really enjoyed it. And this is also when we celebrate the holidays. And again, yeah, you're, it's a regular day for everybody else. It's so and weird, that's weird. Right? Yes. It still don't get used to it, you know. But there was some days like when I didn't have this family, you know, like I was worked on Christmas Day a couple of years. And even my staff was like begging me to leave. <laughs> they're working because it's, I don't know what holiday is supposed to give your team, right? You tell Chinese people to take Christmas Day off. I mean, they don't, doesn't mean anything to them. So well, the remember. question, if you ask them to, uh, to then come on the Chinese, yeah, it's true. On Chunjie, if you ask them to come to work, yeah, <laughs> I always wonder how Chinese e-commerce or international companies, like, you know, especially ones that aren't as obvious Chinese, you know, like they can't shut down during Chinese new year if they're trying to sell overseas, you know, B2C, you know, like consumer. Right. I guess they have to have either non-Chinese well, at least for, people. At least for my team, then my team is off on Chinese so holidays. You tell all your... Um, so so they, they leave, uh, they leave a, an autoresponder message and mm-hmm. I'm obviously there on the watch but and I'm getting the emails yours if needed. Is, yours is app in China, so it's not weird because it's, 
they're dealing with China business, but I'm saying if you're selling, no, we're dealing with foreigners. Well, you're dealing so, with foreigners that are doing business or want to do business in China, but then they expect the service even when it's not a Chinese holiday. So we just tell them, you know, it's a Chinese oh, holiday, okay. or we, or I answer emails and, and deal with stuff. It really I guess, depends. Well, and, and to be and to be more precise, uh, the stuff that we do sometimes don't operate. So if we list uh, your app on on a Chinese store. They would not approve your app on 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 uh, on, on Chinese New Year. It's True. not going to happen. So we just tell them, you know, you have to wait. And Chinese New Year is like two uh, at least two weeks, two or three weeks. That every, all businesses down in China, people take a week before and a week after because it takes time to to uh, arrive from their hometowns and go there. Um, so yeah, everything is slower. Well, but I guess what I mean is, you know, I. I deal, we don't talk about it so much on this show, but I deal with a lot of people that are exporting and in the export world, if it's, uh, if they're selling a remote control on Amazon, they can't just say, dear Amazon customer, I'm on Chinese new year, wait for two weeks for me to respond to your customer service question. Cause this, that's not acceptable. You have to reply within 24 hours. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I just wonder how they deal with the deal with, Western to Western, no real connection to China uh-huh. it's business. Just, it's just that, th- that there is a holiday and somehow you have to... I guess they'd have to have either Chinese people that are working or Western staff on the team that have no real emotional business or relation to take a holiday. Then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Um, let's talk about education. Um, oh. <laughs> Yeah, that's coming up, Mike. Uh, <laughs> is, uh, I have so much to say. I think you do too. We, yeah, we had, we had, so we had, we didn't have kids when we lived in Beijing. And, uh, but from, from other friends, we knew how expensive education is for foreigners in China. At least in Beijing, we're talking about uh, 2000 to 2500 uh, US dollars a month per kid. And obviously that adds up. Um, and, um, you, you can't send your kids to a local school in China. If they have a foreign, uh, citizenship, um, they either would be homeschooled or they would go to an international school, which then at least in Beijing is, is very, very pricey. So, um, what do people do here in Shenzhen? What, what are you going to do? Uh, well, I mean, I've had friends that have left because of that, um, yeah, well, there's two, there's two parts. There's two parts. I mean, there's part one, which is the cost. The you can't really send them to local school. It's not like in the at least in the U.S. where if you're like paying taxes there, you can send your kids there. It's uh you gotta have like a hookah and stuff like that. And people are asking me if my wife has it. Actually, my wife doesn't have it. She um, is a hookah in in uh, Shenyang. Shenyang. So she doesn't have a local hookah because she's always been an entrepreneur down here. You know, so. She's not in the system. But anyway, we decided to make them American. You can't be a dual citizen in China. So mm-hmm. when your kids are born, they have to choose to become Chinese with your spouse if you're a foreigner or or, or you have to be under your uh, citizenship like American or whatever. I think that's what most people choose. So time, most I guess. people are still choosing usually the foreign passports. So that means you can't send them to local school, which of course people say, who'd want to send them there anyway? is probably bad. I mean, there is a lot of negative history of Chinese education of, you know, maybe not being so creative, but that's changing. And the government seems to be really hard pressed to change the innovation and creativity in their systems throughout the system. But uh, of course, 
a lot of times parents wouldn't choose to send their kids there. So uh, there's, of course, the international school. So if you're working for a big MNC, multinational corporation, like, uh, you know, Pepsi or some oil company, the company will pay. Right. So the company will pay, which is college tuition, 20, 25,000 US dollars a year, which you guys are for kindergarten. <laughs> so, yes. so uh, I but, think this is not just must, in China. This is a lot yeah. of places, but... Uh, but you must say that this these kind of jobs for multinationals are there are less and less of those for foreigners because now there are more more Chinese educated in the West True. and going to colleges yeah. there. So they they filling up those those positions. Yep. Um so, so you don't get as many as those. There's less of that options. So uh I've been lucky enough to follow a few of my friends that have stayed here longer and there's kind of like something in between which my wife will kill me if I send it on the internet because it's just, there's you not just said it. There's not that many schools, uh, and but we got miles into it already. So, of course, you don't want to go so far. But it's, we moved actually here. I'm recent. I moved here actually when I merged my app with uh, with another app company a couple of years ago. But I've lived in this area almost purposely because of the school. It's about ten minutes walk from here in Futian, but it's about ten, a little bit over ten thousand US per year per kid from kindergarten through high school. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's a Hong Kong school that has a Shenzhen branch. Um, but it's not all English and there's some foreign teachers, but it's mostly, uh, like maybe Hong Kongese or Chinese teachers. So almost all the classes are in Ch- mainland Chinese, uh, but they have oh, at least one class in English. And what's the curriculum? Is this more of, um, Western style um, or Chinese style? It's more Hong Kong influence Hong Kong. Hong Kong. style, which is kind of a mix of both. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm pretty strong about this. I mean, another crazy thing about education in China is my wife was pregnant with our with Miles, our first kid, and she was talking about like Harvard or uh, or uh, Yale or something like this. And we got to mm-hmm. start saving money for Yale. I'm like, I don't know. I'm an entrepreneur. I mean, I did go through school and college, but I feel like in the future he can be a host on China Business Cast and uh, and hopefully earn a living, you know, <laughs> or uh, or. Uh, or some other way. I think uh, the future is you can learn, together. you can learn anything online now. So I hope I, that's why I, you know, I work in the, in the studio here. Uh, I read, I try to read, I try to be more actively involved in uh-huh. education of my kids. Of course I can't spend all day teaching them, but uh, you know, I think they can learn a lot, but of course the social interaction. So some other people here are doing homeschooling. Mm-hmm. I, the foreigners, you, you the foreigners, foreigners. Yeah, Chinese is, still are. Is this because they they can't afford it, or is this because they they really yeah. say they really think it's better? They choose to. Maybe we, if people are interested in this, we can get some some of them to maybe share on the show. I don't want to share their names uh, online, but they they can definitely afford it. But they like the flexibility too. I like um, the flexibility. Our our daughter now is at home with us. Uh, I don't know if we're gonna keep going with homeschooling with her, but. We both work from home and she she's with us and, and actually it, it's great there having is. her around and and teaching her and see how she grows up there is some more and more of that so um there has been talks of others saying like pull together a few few friends that have kids about the same age mm-hmm. and rent an apartment or an office office out and uh and then uh my house is in the background <laughs> and uh <laughs> and, the, and the door is closed yeah he's loud <laughs> But, uh, you know, you could maybe rent out an office and hire a teacher and have like four or five friends basically making a school, make that homeschooling, but you still get that social. But I mean, I'm still going a pretty traditional way, personally. Mm -hmm. Um, 
and I follow in a couple of my friends' footsteps that have kids that are about eight to ten now, a couple of them, and they seem pretty well. But of course, he spent the father spent a foreigner American spent a lot of time helping with the homework, helping with the you know extracurricular stuff. So mm-hmm. you know, I do hope to be more active. You know, well, I guess every father should, or I, I I feel should be pretty active. But I hope I can continue to be. Me as well. Yeah. I, I'm not sure. Again, I'm not sure. My my daughter is a year and a half. I'm not sure how it's gonna how it's gonna develop. But uh, I hope more. Definitely. I go. I hope to keep going with that. Um, okay. Um, this is what we have for now. Um, by the way, uh, we would love to get your comments about this new style of episodes where it's we have no we have no guests and it's me and Mike speaking. Uh, we came up with uh, this is the second topic that we came up with. We actually when we started doing together the 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 podcast, I think it's episode twenty five or twenty six. We had an episode comparing China yeah, versus Hong Kong. Yeah. Um, and that was the first one. And since then we haven't done it. It's been more than a year and a half. And now these are, um, this is the second, this is another one that we're doing. Sure. So it's, so it's two more, but we're really interested to know what you guys think. And if you like it or not, or if you prefer the, prefer the style of we are, we're bringing a guest. So, uh, yeah, talk to us on, uh, talk to us on our group on WeChat group or uh, send us an email. We'd love to hear from you. Yeah, definitely. Thanks guys. And if you liked this. Leave a review. Thanks. Reviews and Patreon or other ways you like to support. <laughs> awesome. Uh, we both have kids that are getting into school. So every, <laughs> every bit counts. Yeah, education is expensive in China. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Awesome. Doing business in China is a complex world. You can quickly feel alone and lost in its maze. But don't worry. China Business Cast is here for you. Sign up for our newsletter and regular updates on our website at www.chinabusinesscast.com. Thanks for tuning in.